0: This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. Where the faith is thriving, Francis and his minions suppress it. Let's take a visit today to formerly Catholic Ireland to see what the state of the church will look like everywhere else in the Roman West in just a few short years if conditions continue as they presently are. Because Ireland, once the Catholic pride of Christendom, has fallen into decadence, heresy, and open apostasy. Ireland, where the faith should always be preserved, has all but abandoned the faith. And in reality, Ireland is just ahead of the curve. It's just where the rest of the church in the West is headed. Off the cliffs, diving off those famous Irish mass rocks into the choppy sea, that is the reward for heresy. Headline from at irishcatholic.com. Young priests hurt by rigid stereotype in synodal report. Ireland isn't exactly a country that can afford to alienate its few young priests who would be stretched thin and severely overworked, except for the bigger problem that the Irish bishops refuse to really address, the collapse of the faith in Ireland. The article describes the reaction of the priests to the recent Irish synodal report denigrating the young priests in this way. Quote, young irish priests have expressed their hurt at being characterized as quote-unquote rigid in the national synodal synthesis sent to rome recently the synthesis which identified key themes emerging from the nationwide consultation made one mention of younger priests saying quote participants were concerned that younger priests are very rigid in their thinking father david vard said i think if people see a young man who is in love with the church it's almost seen as a negative thing, end quote. Let's be honest, though, folks. That description of traditionally minded young priests could have come out of any synodal document in the United States. In the UK, France, Canada, name a Western country, it would have fit the bill for what their reports say. When going over this larger story, though, let's keep this in mind. Where Ireland is now, America will shortly follow. The standard procedure in the synodal church of the springtime of the new advent and accompaniment and ecology is this. Where the faith is thriving, suppress it. The only place in the Roman West where the faith was thriving was in Latin mass parishes. For whatever reason, the bishops decided to follow Francis, marching the church off the cliff. There was one place in Ireland where the church was thriving, Cork, where Latin masses were relatively plentiful and the parishes were packed and they skewed towards younger people. You can guess what came next. From Catholic Arena, we get the story. Headline, wildly popular Latin mass suppressed in Cork. Ireland is a microcosm of the crisis in the church and the collapse of faith in Christendom. Ireland is now the US, Canada, and most of the West will be in just a few short years, if things continue as they are. One city had several Latin mass offerings, which is frankly unusual for Ireland those parishes were growing and were young it was obvious that what should be done And if you thought I was going to say foster vocations have more reverent Nova Sordo masses and plenty of traditional Latin mass offerings <laughs> no that'd be silly what was the obvious thing to do to the Bishop was to squash the Latin Mass in his diocese how very Bergoglian of him from the article quote Cork City has been blessed to see not one not two three traditional masses flourishing in the city saints peter and paul's a diocesan church has been a hub for new and old latin mass devotees over the past few years not only on weekends but during weekday masses also the numbers attending have been significant in comparison to dwindling numbers elsewhere at novus ordo masses throughout the country many of those in attendance were young people something noted by popular radio dj Gareth O'Callaghan, when he tweeted in July 2020, We went for a walk around Cork City Center early this morning, and it ended up going to a Latin mass. The most beautiful experience. So many young people there. Is that ageist? Not intended. Times are changing so fast. So many people looking to find a personal meaning to their lives. You might assume that such a tweet would draw attention to this phenomenon from the Irish hierarchy, but it did not. The other popular traditional mass in the city started up a number of years ago, with the early Sunday Dominican Rite Mass attracting similarly impressive crowds at St. Mary's on Quay. The church is the home to the Dominican novitiate, where students spend their first year in the order, under the care of former Manchester United player, Father Philip Mulrin. The Dominicans, unlike most other orders in Ireland, have managed to attract a stream of highly capable young candidates to the priesthood each year, with two ordinations this month, four solemn professions, and three new novices. It might not be enough to maintain all of the areas under their care from the past, as their recent withdrawal from Waterford has shown, but it is enough to ensure that the order has a future and will continue to attract youth. Finally, there is the Society of St. Pius X, which says Mass at Our Lady of the Rosary. The attendance there is large and continues to grow. Instead of harnessing this incredible outpouring of devotion by the people of God, Catholic Arena got word last Christmas that Bishop Finton Gavin was eager to suppress the Latin Mass within the city. In June of this year, it was announced that the traditional Latin Mass would now no longer take place on weekdays in St. Peter and Paul's. End quote. Ah, uh, yes. That is the logical thing to do. Find areas of growth within the church and smack it down. We see this consistently across the church in the West today. This is why in Ireland they describe the way the hierarchy is running things as a controlled or managed decline of the church because, quite frankly, that is precisely what is going on in Ireland and that is what is going on in any diocese anywhere where parishes are closed Parishes are consolidated and most of the pews are empty. Chicago has closed dozens and dozens of parishes in phases over the years. And they do this because the bishops cannot accept what is so nakedly obvious to everyone else. Their revolution in the church since the council has failed. Their embracing of the values of the world has failed. Their ecumenical dialogue with false creeds has failed. Turning the church to a non judgmental secular NGO has failed modernism has failed apathy about the salvation of souls and the collapse of western morality has failed the institutional church needs to lead again and be actually catholic but instead we get more collapse from the article quote the move coincided with a wider plan unveiled in a pastoral letter entitled putting out the deep waters transforming parishes together into mission-centered faith communities The bishop explained the rationale behind a large-scale series of personnel changes and parish families by writing, people have often said to me, you have a very difficult job ahead of you, bishop. A system that served well in the past is crumbling, astute. The next lines, however, seem ironic. In the past, the local community was also the faith community, where going to mass was the place where you met everyone, young and old. Many parents and grandparents now express sadness that their own children no longer practice their faith or seem interested in church matters. Many lamented the fact that large numbers of our young people are not present in our churches on Sundays. At the recent Connect event in UCC for young adults, aged 18 to 35, what a wonderful definition of young adult, by the way, 35, come on. The loudest message of these young adults was how isolated and alone they feel at times at Sunday Mass because most of the people there are, quote, much older. Perhaps Bishop Gavin didn't read Gareth O'Callaghan's tweets, but the truth is clear. Traditional masses are the only places in the Irish church where a consistent presence of young people is to be found, apart from perhaps at Polish masses. Bishop Gavin's letter continues. Our diocese will give thanks for the ordination of one young man who will serve in our diocese. However, during the summer, 12 of our priests will step aside From their former responsibilities. While a small number will continue to help out as assistant priests, most have understandably decided they would prefer to retire fully from their appointments. In addition, a number of religious provincials are recalling priests to their orders this summer and will not be in a position to replace them. It is important to be aware that this picture is not unique to our diocese, but is replicated throughout Ireland, Europe, and indeed in most parts of the Western world. It is part of a much larger societal change, which we can't control end quote You can combat it by spreading the gospel, but instead they're blaming the problem on something other than themselves and their theological ideology. What wonderful hands we're in, right? But we see this all too often. The modernist prelates are either in abject denial about the cause of our problems or they just assume that collapse is inevitable, and that a smaller non-judgmental church will be better than one that is rigid, stands against the world, but is growing. They traded the identifiably Catholic every way imaginable for the false gospel of the world, and they will not back down from their submission to it. But to give you an idea of where all of this nonsense comes from, I'm going to take you back to something I showed you before a few days ago, and it's this tweet here from Catholic Sat, where it shows Pope Francis speaking to men and women religious and priests in Kazakhstan, where he's sitting here talking openly about how we need to, quote, make room for the laity and reject forms of rigidity and other things that suffocate the faith in his own mind. That's where this comes from. Remember, the vast majority of Catholics adore Pope Francis. The vast majority of Catholics have this belief that the Roman Pontiff is an oracle sent from heaven. Most of them don't question the validity of Francis, his elevation, the things he does. Most of them don't question whether he's the pontiff at all. Most of them just accept what he says because they believe that, one, he's Pope, and two, that to be infallible means that literally every single thing he says and does is right. And most of them don't believe that a heretic can become Pope. What does that mean in practice? What that means in practice is that the vast majority of them think that literally everything he says and does is right because infallibility is the most misunderstood thing in the faith today. It has opened the door to heinous abuses of the faith. That is why we see the things that we see now, but I'm curious. What do you think about this? Am I right in thinking that America and Canada and the rest will be where Ireland is now in just a few short years? Let me know in the comments what you thought of this, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. Share this on social media if you can. That helps enormously as well. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.